Welcome to Beers of the Roundtable. I'm Bradley Slater here with Zach Adams, Scott McKeever, and Bobby Kim. Joseph Vargas can't join us uh, tonight. I believe he's preparing for a show with his uh, band uh, Red Light Room. Hey. I think that's still their name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red yeah. Light Room. Yes. Good, good, good people, good music, fun stuff. Well, all right, let's go ahead and, uh, you know, just start going with this. Uh, this week we are drinking uh, Texas Hellas from Community Beer Company. A wonderful brewery here in Dallas. Probably one of my favorite breweries, actually. For sure. Right across from American Airlines Center over there. And overall, just a really welcome addition to the Dallas uh, craft brew scene. Yeah. So, uh, let's crack it. Spicy. Spicy crack. It's a good old-fashioned crack and lack. (laughs) Spicy. Crack like that since the last generation. <laughs> Delicious. Oh, wonderful head on that. Yeah, seriously. Might as well, yeah. 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 Oh. Oh. Oh, oh look, look at, at that. that. Head is all around. <laughs> yeah. We need to have a buzzer button for whenever we pour perfect uh, heads. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, I'll start on that this weekend. We got a nice aroma there. <sighs> wow. I really, really enjoy this. That's La- decent. Lagers are one of my favorite, and if, if I'm drinking something from a macro brewery, I have to say uh, Dos Equis is one of my favorite, and that's really good lager with you know a nice slice of lime in there, and uh, you know the stereotypical thing. But yeah, I always really enjoy the mild, light flavor of a lager and oh, yeah. how it's easy to drink no matter what the weather is. You know, I mean, yeah. sometimes with an IPA, it can get a little heavy, and you don't really want to drink it. So, but yeah. I'll, I'll save this all for the end here. Yeah. So this is a German style Helles Lager. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't really know what makes a Hellas lager, but I mean, it's a lager, so I, I, <laughs> I, know, I know a few things about that. It is the alcohols. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's beer. It's, it has effects on you. <laughs> Raises your crit chance by 10%. <laughs> Charisma plus, plus 11. Plus 11. Or if you're really bad with it, minus 12. <laughs> you drink too much of it, minus 12. Minus 12 in <laughs> intelligence. If you're an angry drunk, strength plus 20. <laughs> All right. Topic? Why are you wearing it? <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let's dig into our topic. Who's our uh, topic holder? That would be me this week. Uh, tonight, we are going through, and I wanted to talk about the new iPhone series coming out. So, we're talking about the iPhone 8 and the iPhone X. Is it good? Is it bad? What's going on with it? And I wanted to go ahead and, and kind of uh, foreshadow, uh, or not even necessarily foreshadow, but kind of uh, discuss what Google will need to do with its uh, next iteration of the Pixel phones uh, to keep up with the iPhone this generation. Now, I would like to make it very clear. I am, once again, I, I'm an Android fan. I might be using a Mac here, but love Android, always <laughs> use Android. I'm an Android developer myself. 
Brad here is our resident iPhone enthusiast and iOS developer. So we've got, I think, a pretty good balance in between overall. And then Scott using an iPhone as well and Bobby using an Android device. So Yeah, so it's, it's pretty pretty evenly split. Yeah, I feel like that would be a good topic to start off with tonight. So yeah. I, I so what what do you guys think about the uh, the actual release, the unveiling? What was what was y'all's thoughts whenever you saw no. the facial unlock <laughs> feature in their uh there, what's what's the emoji called though? Oh, well, I think we should start with eight first. Yeah. So yeah. So um, my my, my company um actually allowed us to uh um I, I guess take our lunch and well no I guess it was like a two hour lunch so that was kind of nice but we we sat there and uh, we were in one of our conference rooms streaming the live event. Yeah, my boss yeah. and I did the same thing. Nice. Yeah, they ordered pizza in for us, so that was that was kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. And it's always really funny because my boss at that company, she works remotely out of uh, Chicago, and she organized this and wasn't even in office for it, so it's kind of funny. But um, <laughs> so, so like I mean, leading up to it, I had been like I, I'd only been loosely following the rumors for this time. Um, I, I think I, I chalk that up to like I've got a baby now. I, I <laughs> can't keep up with all I, that. I can't keep up with all this newfangled tech. Um, <laughs> but, 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 but we're I mean, a technology <laughs> podcast, Brad. but going into it, I was, I was really kind of expecting the whole, um, iPhone eight, iPhone X split just based on some things I heard. Right. I will say, I mean, this isn't really iPhone necessarily related, but I was actually pleasantly surprised and was not expecting the Apple watch series three announcement that had cellular. Oh yeah. yeah. That was really cool. And if I, I, if I felt like it was time for me to upgrade my watch, which I'm probably not going to, like, my, my current watch is doing well. I'm probably going to sit with that for at least another year. But if I was in the market for a watch, that would be really cool, having the cellular on that. And I've heard it's only like a $10 a month extra thing on See, your right bill. My thing is, though, they were a little bit misleading because they're like, oh, you don't have to buy another line, which I think to most people meant like, oh, that means it's just free cellular. But no, like... You well, have to they, buy a data plan. If, right, you well, have to buy the data plan. If you, if you were watching the um, the event, they made it pretty clear that it would be an extra thing on top of your plan. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. When I, I guess maybe I was just half paying attention when they said it, but the way they at first made it sound like it was, it was just attached to your phone and then it worked. Yeah, I, I, I can, like, yeah, the initial announcement kind of made it seem that way, but they kind of clarified it too. And we, because we were all sitting there, we're like, oh, is that going to be extra? Like, how's that really going to work with you? But, right. Um, but uh, I found it interesting that they've got an embedded SIM chip on, on the circuit board for that. Yeah, oh, so. Really interesting with that too. And I, I didn't really understand where they were going with that, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm not well, quite sure where it'll come in. That into makes play. me wonder if they will do the same thing with the phone. I think the phones will probably go there eventually now that they're kind of starting a precedent with this because it's it's a SIM chip that's going to work with multiple cellular car- carriers. It's not just tied to like AT&T right. or anything like that. It'll be AT&T, Sprint, you know, Verizon, what, whatever you want to use. Um, but as far as kind of getting into the iPhone thing, I felt like iPhone 8, the name, I don't feel like it was warranted. I feel like this should have been a 7S. Yes. Yes, because the iPhone 8 itself, there wasn't a really huge bump in tech. Yeah, we got wireless charging. Um, we the, got the screen resolution remained the same. Exactly. I, I got the specs yeah. pulled up here. We're talking about a 750 pixel resolution on the smaller one. Uh, three, 1334 by 750 pixel resolution at thir- 326 PPI, which is pretty normal. It's a processor bump and one bonus feature. And in the past, that well, is warranted. From, 
four cores to six cores. Yeah, but that's still just kind of a processor bump. It's barely anything, and really, what it is is it's more for that. Uh, what what is it? It's it's the motion processor and the neural engine for actually scanning the iris or whatever. Well, that's not on the iPhone that's eight. Not on, yeah. that's I mean, well, it's it is it is using the same chip. Though. Ah, right. Uh, the the iPhone eight and the iPhone X share the same chip. Um, so they can process it both. It's just a feature that they're saving for the X right, right now. Right, right. The X has the um, the sensor array that you need for that. Right. Um, That's dumb. <laughs> why, no, seriously. Like, why would you? Why would you just? Why wouldn't you just be like, hey, uh, I, I, let's, I, let's put this all in the eight? Yeah, and you well, know, you need to make the money. Stupid. Uh, you, that, uh, there's probably a money thing, and like you know, um, premium features and all that. But if you really think about it, the iPhone 8's bezel has more of a space to really shove those sensors in there. That's yes. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> because, you know, uh, the, the iPhone X has the notch that you, like people right. are saying that you you have to deal That's with. That's going to fuck up the video. I mean, resolution. I mean, come on. You don't want to have a little... Okay, dip. so here's here's something that I've actually been been kind of noticing. Because, like, like, I have the iPhone um, X simulator that I can play with on my Mac. Yeah. Um, and I can uh, I've loaded up some videos in there. And what they'll do is because... The the full um, aspect ratio of the iPhone X is greater than 16, 16 by 9. Uh-huh. And you're not going to be watching any videos that are greater than 16 <laughs> by 9. Uh, so what they end up doing is letterboxing it. So at the left edge, if you're holding it, you know, that orientation, the left edge is right up against the notch. And the right edge, there's just a little bit of black space where the screen is. Right. That there's not really anything going on. So for videos, it actually kind of works out well. You can blow it up so that the notch goes into the video, but, you know, that's just... That's well, then you're cutting off the top and bottom? Well, probably, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's that's your thing if you want to watch it that archaic way. But, I mean, if you want to watch it 16 by 9, as God yeah. intended, then you're <laughs> then you're just going to have the, the notch on one side that's not covering anything and then a space of black screen on the other side. Right. Which I think is just fine. Um, now, we, we had been playing it with it with some applications, uh, and that, I think that's where it's going to start maybe causing some issues. But... Um, I mean, just kind of talking with some of my colleagues and stuff like that. We we feel like you know, um, I think that the iPhone X because it's not coming out till November. I think that's going to ship with iOS eleven point one. So we have like a software revision that could um, fix up some of these bezel issues. Yeah. But um, I uh, Apple has already released a document that kind of talks about how to deal with the margins on the. the <laughs> Here I'm shaking the camera. Oh, sorry. <laughs> But um, the lost my train of thought. The no, oh, yeah, Apple, yeah, 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 yeah. Apple released a document that kind of tells developers how to deal with the 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 bezels a little bit, where to put your margins and stuff like that, and kind of how to deal with it. Um, and we've we've noticed that like you know when you're dealing with like lists or tables or stuff like that, you'll there is kind of a little bit of gap that it deals with to compensate for that for that um notch. Right, right. So it, it it's just going to kind of be an interesting thing to see how developers deal with it. Um, and how future software updates deal with it. Yeah, I agree. I definitely can see where that will be a little bit of a hurdle there. But another thing that I kind of wanted to uh, make note on, and here's I'm going to give a little bit of uh, credit to Apple for this, but they're kind of pushing the uh, limit a little bit. I don't know what the size um, capacities the Samsung S8, uh, I mean, I, I would say a valid competitor to the iPhone 8, uh, ships with, but I know the iPhone 8, it looks like it's coming out with a uh, smaller capacity of 64 gigabytes, and now the new maximum capacity is 256 gigabytes. I think that's really awesome that they're going ahead and they're bumping it forward to just... Yeah, um, and well, here's the thing, is that I think 
Um, and somebody can fact check me on this. I think the sevens currently go up to 256. But um, no, I'm sorry. That's wrong. They only go up to half of that, whatever. Or one, 128. Is yeah, they go up to... Yeah. Okay, what it was is... Because there, there was almost always three storage tiers. And on the sevens, it was 32, 64, and 128, I think. Well, no. It, the sevens actually only came in two as well. It was 32 and 128. Okay. Well, I was wrong then. Well, and that's 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 cool. They, they switched back to that. And as I, as I said before, the iPhone 7 and iPhone 8, they, you see that jump in regards to space. And if I am remembering correctly, let me look it up here. Um, I believe that it was still only 128 maximum on the uh, Galaxy S8 as well, which was, you know, I mean, if you didn't go with an iPhone, a lot of people would go with the, uh, the uh, what's it called? The Galaxy, uh, Galaxy instead. Yeah. Um, it looks like it only shipped with internal uh, 64 gigabytes, but you still have that memory card slot of up to 256 gigabytes of space. But again, again, 64 gigabytes internal memory versus 256 gigabytes of internal memory. And to put it into perspective, one of the largest memory phones that I have owned was the Asus pad phone or not pad phone, the Zen phone. And uh, that Android device had uh, two options and that was two years ago and it was 64 and 128 gigs. So, you know, up to point on the recent iPhone seven. Uh, so it, it's good to see them kind of pushing the limits on what internal storage should come with stock. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I was disappointed to see that they're taking away the 128 size though, because that's that's what I have, and I feel like it's good for me. Right. When, when I was checking though my storage, I've really only used like 30 something gigabytes of it, and something that I'm feeling like is that I mean, at least in my use cases and the way that I see it, is that I don't feel like I'll be using 256 gigabytes on my phone anytime soon. I will. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, it's not for people who listen to music. It's for people who take video. And as camera quality has gotten more and more, I mean, the iPhone 8 is currently using a 4K video recording at 24 frames, 30 or 60 frames per second. I am excited about that. That's pretty intense right there. And this is the same for all phones across the board. doesn't matter if you're Android or iOS. The thing is, is that the video quality is getting better and better. And I'll say with my girlfriend, she is always burning through her data. And eventually I had to tell her, and she has a Galaxy S7. I had to tell her to go get an SD card. And it's because of that 4K video. It's not because of the music or any of the pictures. It's because of the video mainly. And I mean, the pictures are, you know, pretty big as well. But it's 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 just something that you don't think about. And, you know, especially whenever things change in life, you get a dog, you have a baby, stuff like that. You want to record that stuff. And, yeah. You know, um, I feel like that extra space will come in handy as time goes on. Well, I guess I could see that when we definitely start, you know, up in video quality on the phones. Um, okay, I want to propose this. So I have a 16 gig uh, iPhone 6 Plus. Ooh, it's a big ass phone. I know, and I like it because I have big ass hands. Is it bigger than my phone? I don't know. It might be the case. Oh, your phone is bigger. Than mine. <laughs> what's, but, your, what's your screen size? Screen size five and a half. Screen quice. Your, your screen size? I don't know. Actually, I forgot. Like five and a half. It's probably five and no, a half. Five. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, looking at this announcement, I'm definitely not just going to get a regular eight because that's too small. Yeah. And. My problem with the X is it's only a little bit wider and a little bit taller than the 8. Right. 
And so even though the screen size is bigger than my current phone. Yeah, your actual screen real the estate actual, is bigger. Right. Or no, the actual... But it's not as wide as my phone. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. So that means it's going to be back to where my hands get really cramped and they're all together. So <laughs> I'm kind of at this, like, I want the X because it's the newest, you know, newest, latest, best. Yeah. But you're going to pay $1,000 for it. But well, I who, don't. Who buys phones outright these days? You have to. <laughs> Even you with don't. the payment plans, you are paying the full outright price. And there's no, no contracts anymore. Yeah, there's no contracts anymore, but I'm on the AT&T Next plan where I pay like $30 a month for my phone for a year and then I can get a new phone. That doesn't add up to the full price of my phone. Yeah, but then you have to get the phone back, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm not in the game of keeping it right now. But the thing is, is that it's... Yeah, okay, so that's like, that's $360 for the year and the actual full re- real retail price of the phone is about 800 something dollars. Hmm. Well, anyways... That's a steal. I was, as I was getting at, like, I want the X... But I don't want my hands to be cramped. Yeah, no. So I then is my that. only well, option just to go with the no, 8 Plus? No, that's not the option. Or just wait? Just just get smaller hands. <laughs> Shrink your hands, you ever, Scott. Did you, you ever try that? Just, just get like wet towels Scott, and wrap them up. Scott, just chop them off, dude. You just need nubs. <laughs> Perfect text. Just <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the dryer usually shrinks things. So you can yeah. like, you know, stick your hands in the dryer. and Or the oven. And, oh, God. Uh, see, like, I want to get the Note 8, but it, I, I don't know. Like, I like... No five, and it, mine's dying actually right now. It's just like making all these weird noises and not really working properly. The thing that so, I have a problem with with Android developers, man, or with Android in general, mm-hmm. and, and I mean I, I love Android, is that um, they just keep piling on more and more crap. And I think yeah. it's the manufacturer that's even more. And Apple's, or I mean, do you uh, mean like? Bloatware? Bloatware whenever you get the phone? Manufacturers are doing it more so than anything else. And it's gotten to the point where, because the, the, okay, so the user interface that's loaded on top of the actual operating system, you have to think of it as like, like, like almost like a cake, you know what I mean? You have a double layer cake, you have your base cake, and then, you know, the manufacturer makes that secondary top level, that double uh-huh. layer. And they can make it whatever flavor they want. You know, the bottom layer is vanilla, but then some people want to go through and make the other flavor like freaking, I don't know, peanut flavored or something like that. Vanilla and peanuts, well, I guess it goes well. I can't think of a flavor that really goes bad with vanilla. <laughs> but imagine a really poop. bad flavor. Poop. Poop flavored. No, so you have a poop flavored cake that the manufacturers make, and then they slop it on top of this thing, and they try to call it good to go. But really all it does is just ruins the overall flavor of the cake. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is that uh, Android's trying to do with this next couple of releases, I think it's uh, with the new Oreo or uh, Android yeah, or, release, Oreo. is yeah. going to be the treble. Um, they're doing this. I, I can't remember exactly what all it has to entail, but uh, what what Android treble will do, it's going to be an open source project which provides a new stable vendor interface and allows for the vendors to access hardware specific parts of Android that won't just screw up the rest of the cake. You know what I mean? You can go ahead and make it whatever way you want, but it's still not going to mess with that vanilla underbase. You know what I mean? So it's just going to still taste well. It's still going to run well. It's still going to just be a good phone. The problem is right now with phones, with Android in, in my opinion, is that they throw on this extra Samsung tap-to-pay crap or, you know, HTC has their freaking sense, you know, user interface 
or you know lg is well lg's actually doing okay i think they've got the best one out right now but Mm. samsung's my biggest you know complaint they put the touch was user interface on top of it and it slows everything down you know i think the only true competitor in my opinion and this is somebody who had the galaxy s7 edge and about three months in decided I hated this phone. I was ready to trade it in, get rid of it, chuck it out the window because of how much trash it was because of the extra bloatware. And I don't want to root my phone. I know I can, but I don't want to root my phone just because I shouldn't have to do that to my product in order to enjoy it. Why Why should I have to go through and do that? That's the props that I'll give to iPhone. That's the reason why I use a Mac is because sometimes it does just work. But whenever it comes to phones and stuff like that, I... Unless you have 16 gigs of memory, never works. Always have to delete it off my phone. Yeah, sixteen is just too small nowadays. Like I said, not always, but all right, most of the time it just works. Like it gets to the point where it just can't open up like a web browser just because it has no memory left on the phone to do it. But I think what Zach you were alluding to is that you feel like the Pixel is the only true competitor. Bringing it all back around home. Okay, so Android Pixel or Google Pixel coming uh, to be revealed on October fourth. Third, fourth, hmm. whatever. Um, Between the third and the fourth. The Pixel Two um, is the is the uh, is the name of it, and uh, a lot of talk about it because the Pixel Two and the Pixel Two XL are being built by first off two different manufacturers HTC and LG the uh, respectively the Pixel and Pixel XL now hold up i thought google was manufacturing the pixels google just basically signed a contract with HTC for hardware development so eventually it'll just be HTC but no basically they're using HC and HTC and LG's facilities to uh, manufacture the product from what I understand. But it's all Google's design. It is. It is. It meets their specifications, everything like that. But it's in the same way that, you know, a lot of people use Samsung's uh, displays. You know, even though they build their, Apple builds their own phone, they sourced their screens from Samsung for years. And now LG, right, makes their displays. I think it's Sharp right now. Sharp right now? Okay. But, you know, it's it's a similar kind of deal. Right, yeah. They yeah. design it, and then they have the outsourced guys actually manufacture it, from what I understand. Um but that was the uh, the deal right there. Um, Google basically recently purchased part of HTC's mobile smartphone business or HTC's uh, smartphone business. Um, so the Pixel Three will probably be made by Google's in-house team. That is, you know, under the mask of HTC, huh. whatever they decide to rename it at that point. But, um, you know, the big thing right now is that it's being made by two companies, and the talk is, is that the Pixel regular, Pixel 2 regular size, the budget one, will not include a headphone jack. Okay, I get I, it. Huh? I can get it. I can get it. The Pixel 2 XL will, though. I'll get that one. <laughs> well, see, my thing is, is the original Pixel you could only have on what Verizon? No, you oh, eventually, it them. eventually went eventually to, uh, went to uh, other, other yeah. networks. When it when it was released, though, I think it was exclusive no. too. No, you could buy it on Google. Okay, if you can get your hands on one, you could put it on whatever network you want. Verizon was the only carrier to offer Offered, it. Otherwise, yeah. you would have to uh, buy it outright yeah. or underneath Google's financing plan. Which Google's financing plan actually comes out under the math i have at&t it came out to be cheaper um on the uh, google financing plan monthly wise yeah than what at&t next was charging me for my uh 
S7 Edge, which was kind of strange in my opinion. But uh, the uh, the Pixel 2, though, what I will say that I was very, very disappointed about was that the Pixel 2 XL is going to be... Um, it's going to be as expensive as the iPhone X, I think, is what they were uh, saying. Really? Yeah, on, along those lines. So right now, the current estimated price point for the Pixel 2 XL is going to be $849 for the 64-gigabyte version and $949 for the 128-gigabyte version. Again, let me make this clear. That actually is cheaper than the X. It is, but the thing is, though, is that the one thing that I like about iOS is that it does have that 256 gigabytes i know you, well you can expand it using you can't i don't card. think you could expand the pixel i don't believe you can but the thing is though is that they haven't released all of yeah okay wait the pixel range lacks an sd card slot on the original one but i mean they, they could you know pull a rabbit out of their hat and be like oh the pixel 2's got an sd slot they could throw whatever they wanted in there there's a reason why they're waiting till october to say anything so, so. i mean like with these with these price points that i think a lot of people are missing or just purposely ignoring is that like the x and the pixel xl they're supposed to be premium phone experiences they are they are the top of the line i mean it, it's it's not like you're going out and buying a beater acer laptop you're right. you're going out and buying a top end you know phone piece of hardware that's you know i mean it's from the people who make the operating system for that phone. exactly so yeah. it, ideally for respective for both respective systems right yeah. so it's, it should utilize the OS in the absolute best way possible. Right. Well, and some of the things that's going to be coming out with um, the uh, Android device I knew of was that you're going to have squeezing gestures. You're going to, you're going to have more advanced uh, assistant that's attributed with it. And I will say right now, I actually do use Google Assistant more than I thought that I would with my phone as it's developed and other things. It's become more and more powerful in regards to sending text, giving me updates on my trip times home, things like that. Yeah. You know, and more than anything else, more than anything else, my biggest thing is a pure Android experience, what Google yeah. has to offer without extra bloatware. Yeah. I mean, that is the one thing that I've always been envious of, of iOS, because yeah. guess what? And iOS, I mean, iPhone doesn't, Apple doesn't allow carriers to put their crap on there. Exactly. And that's beautiful. Yep. I love that. I mean, because like, I mean, of course, anyone that knows me knows that I'm an Apple user through and through. But I mean, I'm I'm not. I'll also sit there and you know find the good things about Android. I know that there's some quality stuff out there. And if I was to get an Android phone, I would always say that I'm, I would get a Pixel because it does seem to be the, the, the most pure Android experience. Because my my experience with it, I had a Note 2 for a period of time. I used the Nexus 4 for a period of time. Yep. Out of the two of those, I prefer, preferred the Nexus 4. The Note 2 was nice, but you know it had that bloat where it had you know Samsung's layer on top of it that yeah. would slow things down. Um, but you know, the pixel has its pure experience where it's, it's just Android. There's, there's nothing else, you know, trying to get in the way of, um, you know, whatever you're, you're trying to do. You have all the customizability, you have everything, you have full power yeah, you, over like, a device. Yeah, Cause like, you know, Android's thing is like, oh, you can do it whatever the hell you want. And the pixel lets you do that without forcing it's the manufacturer bullshit on you well and that's what i'm curious about too is that whenever it comes out one of the big things that people like to do with android is rooting it you know going through and unlocking the bootloader and like you know i mean just like unlocking the phone just in general for other carriers if it is locked down so on and so forth yeah you know it'll be curious to see if google will be like hey here's the pixel go to town let have and i 
I think that's awesome because if, if they can go through and they do allow that, I, I don't know enough about the original Pixel to be able to give but The a original prediction. one was manufactured by HTC, by the way. The original Pixel? Yeah. Okay. And XL were both. I did not know that. So, and that's, and that's where it'll be really interesting coming back in because Samsung, one of the things that I hate about Samsung, and I think LG is kind of similar in this too, Samsung has that uh, security software that they embed on all uh, Samsung phone or Samsung phones, which is Samsung Knox, which detects for any tampering um, in the operating system. If you try to root it, if you try to image another uh, OS on there, whatever the case may be, it detects all of it, and it's just a huge hindrance. Um, I so, what, what does it what does it do if it detects it? It increments a counter on the operating system, so that way, if you tried to go ahead and claim um, RMA support, you just can't because they're like, nope, nope, you you did this. You see, did this. see, like even even iOS though isn't quite that intrusive though, because like you know they they um they don't want you to jailbreak and all that kind of stuff. But the whole thing about jailbreaking is that if something happened to your phone and you absolutely needed to bring it into the Apple Store or get a warranty claim on it, all you got to do is flash the original software on it, and then you can just take it into the Apple Store and they would they would they wouldn't say anything. When I was an iPhone user, I will say I went in there at the Apple Store in South Lake, Texas, and I walked in and the Apple guy that was there, I shattered my screen, didn't have any support on there. I had just gotten the phone. I was probably like 17 or so. I was just a yeah. kid. I was like, hey, man, is there anything you could do? He's like, yeah, sure, it's fine, man. And he went back and he swapped it out. That's one thing that I like, too. I wish they had Google stores, but, I mean. Well, the- yeah, and like, that was something that they, they kind of did a while back. Like, you, Apple's whole thing was everybody gets one. Yeah. <laughs> you would always get, like, one free screen repair with, with Apple. Well, in my, But they don't do it anymore. No, not anymore. But the thing was, though, is, is that they will still look at your phone mm-hmm. if it's, you know, been jailbroken and stuff like that. They don't just immediately shoot it down. Which I think it is kind of cool. I mean, depending on who you get, I mean, yeah, you get a like, real dickhead, I, yeah, I'm probably. Sure. But uh, the thing is, though, is that you have these manufacturers that are like, "Don't touch our software," and then Google's like, Fuck "Well, with our shit, our software is meant to be open. That's that's yeah. what makes us us. We are an open source. Yeah, literally, Android is an open source operating system. So you know, that's why I like it. Yeah. So it it'll be really interesting. I, I'm interested. Well, to if see you want to think kinda, about it iOS is kind of open source because it's built on Unix, and Unix is open source. Uh, what do you guys think? What? <laughs> I mean, true, but what? <laughs> what I do know about the... Uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> think about what, man? Uh, just, just trying to think about... What do we do about these phones, man? What, what what's we yeah, buy them? So and like, we, we I, use them. Should I get the and you, you type your friend's phone number into actually, it? Some specs actually, here. no, real, real and quick. You make a call. Quick. So from someone who's going from actually someone from who's actually in both of our cases, yeah. Scott and I's case, like what what should I do? What should we do? Well, okay. What, what, should, what phone should I get? Let if, me, if I'm sticking with hit, Android, let me hit one quick thing here. Hit I it. want to uh, I want to go ahead and smash that like button. Try to look up the specs here. <laughs> GSM Arena has some kind of uh, leaks on there. But uh, so for just the standard Pixel uh, 2, okay, it's going to have Android 8.0, uh, 64 gigabytes of storage, just by default, 5-inch uh, screen, and it's already going to be, and this is the low-end one, this is going to be a 1080p screen, 1920 by 1080, 441 pixel density, Corning Gorilla Glass 5, all right? <laughs> We're going to have an octa-core uh, Qualcomm Snapdragon 8, 
35 processor, which is pretty standard in most of the phones that are coming out right now, including the S8. Um, the hmm. uh, camera on there is going to be a 12.3 megapixel camera. Uh, this compares to Apple's, uh, I want to say they are running on an 8 megapixel camera for their iPhone Now, I'm going to stop you right there. Yes. I don't like the direct comparison between Android hardware versus iPhone hardware. Me neither. Because it doesn't mean jack shit. It doesn't? No. Um, because we, we talked about earlier, the one of the beautiful things about buying an iPhone is that it is hardware specifically designed to work with the iOS software. And they're so tightly knit together that they just... It's the most optimized piece of shit available for the iOS. And... That's why a lot of times you might find that sometimes the iPhone is going to have a little bit lower specs than some Android flagship thing out there because the iPhone doesn't really need all that to to just make the complete use out of it. But an Android phone, sometimes to overcome the manufacturer bloatware bullshit and just to drive that Java software a little bit harder, needs that spec bump. All right, all right, all right. Uh, now that I got that out there, continue. Did you say Did you say uh, Harambe glass? Harambe glass. <laughs> oh, my God. The secondary is 8 megapixel. When your phone is off, it's just a silhouette of Harambe. <laughs> My God. Always remember. And then the biggest thing, there's no 3.5 millimeter jack. So that really sucks. Dude, what, what's it, up with that? Why do people keep doing that? This is for the original. This is for the smaller uh, two. Now for the XL on this side, um, about the same specs. Um, this one's got a 4K or a 2K. So 2560 by 1440p resolution at 490 PPI. Um, same exact processor on there, uh, 32 to 128 gig, uh, in or uh, storage on there. There's no card slot. Same camera. It looks like. Um, the difference though is that it does have a 3.5 millimeter jack with active noise cancellation with dedicated mic, and because of it, uh, that's that would be the phone to go for if you're still wanting to do that. And have that 3.5 millimeter jack. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, I'm already so invested into Apple since I th- before then, the only smartphone I had, I had a Windows 8 phone, I think. The no, Lenovo? No, I don't, I don't remember who made it. But it, yeah, it was a Windows phone. Nokia? Mm, okay. I don't think so. I mean, the, okay. Nokia or Windows 8 phones, beautiful hardware. Oh, yeah. Software. Yeah, I, I mean, I loved my Windows phone. It was it was good, but there was just nothing for it. Um, but it was cheap at the time, so that's why I ended up getting it. And then after that, I got the iPhone 5. Yeah, the 5, I think. Um, and then from there, I went to this one. So <laughs> that's as far as I've made it. But... Um, yeah, I just I don't know because everything, all all my apps and stuff are kind of stuck on on Apple, mm-hmm. and if I switch over to Android, I mean I do actually have I have a Sony Xperia that I won in that Vampire contest. I told you guys about that, right? I don't yeah. remember this. There was a uh, there's a radio station in Austin called 101X. Anyways, the morning show had a contest. It was like send in your favorite vampire movie. And I sent in um, the things we do in the dark, which is uh, like, you know, Fly of the Concords. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the guys who, who's in Fly of the Concords directs that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Brett. 
Yeah. Uh, he directed that movie. And so, yeah, I ended up winning. So I have this phone, but like, I have nothing to do. Like, I mean, I don't have any apps for Android and stuff like that. Although what's nice is I have a lot of music through Google because they just give away free music all the time. But yeah, so that's my conflictedness comes because I want the X, but I don't like the size of the X. Yeah. And and I, I like and I've been looking for something like this, but I when I was looking, I couldn't find it. I was trying to find like an actual um, to scale size comparison between like the plus and the X. I I did see uh, someone holding them up, but it took a long time for me to find that. What was it like? A huge difference? Did it, it look like? I mean, the the plus is definitely bigger. Like you can tell that it's bigger. Right. So if you're going from a plus to an X, I think you're gonna have. I mean. Like now, if you ever hold someone who has a tiny phone, you're yeah. like, oh, this is like a toy compared <laughs> to my phone. But I don't think it's going to be like, you know, you know, of course, it's not going to be like, you know, that well as dramatic because I mean, like um, my wife, Kara, she has the, well, no, she, she has, has a plus, plus. now. Uh, she used to have the iPhone 6, like the, the smaller one. And like when I went to that, like it, it definitely felt smaller, but it didn't, didn't feel like when I like would hold a five or a four. Um but I mean, and the X is going to be between that size, so I mean, it's not going to it's it's, it's going to be a size difference, but I don't know if it's going to be like as but dramatic. It, it's only like point fourteen inches wider, and I think point oh six inches taller, or something like that. So it's it's noticeable if you put them next to each other, but yeah, it's not going to be noticeable if you just have it in your hand, right? So I and see that's the thing. I don't know. And the other thing is is like. I like their presentation of the f- of the face unlock didn't it didn't, didn't work. Well, okay, well, no, no. Well, well, that, okay, I, uh, before we you know be like, oh, it didn't work. <laughs> you know, okay. So the, the the thing with like you know, well, okay, hang on, let me finish. Uh, it right. just didn't. That didn't feel revolutionary to me. Well, I'm not. Yeah. I don't think it didn't feel like something I wanted. Snapchat. I don't think it's revolutionary. I think, I think they literally just like we should focus on this because everyone's using an app called Snapchat that kind of kind of already does this really. Yeah, but I mean, I'm like, not. I'm well, not. I'm not seeing it as like you know the so corporate like, conspiracy yeah. that you know you might FBI. be thinking of. I mean, I I just see it as like you know a new security means and like you know yeah people are like oh my god now you're they're gonna have a database of your face. Oh, oh, oh. Well, guess what. If that's what you're worried about, they've already got it. <laughs> yeah, they got it. They have, on, they have you videos of you jerking off on uh, on the internet because your yeah. webcam's always open. That should be like that. It should just be like, oh, it's another thing. Like you start know, they, taping your webcam. They yeah. they have Come already on. got that do, do, shit. Do you have a driver's if you, license? If you, if you, if if you, you don't have a driver's want it, license, then you, they already picture of you. Yeah, so like, and, no. and if if you don't want it, guess what? You turn it off. Um, but like the Connect, yeah. Remember thinking about the Connect with, the, with my with Xbox One. Oh, like, they're listening to us. Oh, <laughs> unplug it. We're not using it. Just unplug it. It's not that big of a deal. You paranoid Ooh. piece of shit. Yeah, God. But see, for me, at a certain point, like I don't mind a screen gesture just to unlock my phone. You can right. do that with this phone. Like that. That's what I find so frustrating about the you know most up to date version iOS eleven. It's there's just no way to get the damn numbers to pop up it's like click the home button to unlock oh it's not popping up it's not popping up it's not popping up you get the numbers to pop up yeah it's not popping up it's not popping up it's like oh okay finally after all those clicks it do you not popped I, up. you i guess you don't use touch id i do use touch id as well but well, at least at least on my seven it's so fast that i don't even have a chance to try and do something else before it unlocks that's scary uh, my, i mean my point is that 
there should be multiple ways to get into your phone and me having to stare at it is not necessarily one I care about. Well, I mean like the they the way that they're advertising it, the way that they've shown it is that it's about as fast as touch ID as far as unlocking it. I mean, the the unfortunate thing which I kind of agree with you, you you have to hit home to get to your home screen after it un- unlocks, but I mean as far as like the time it takes for it to register your face and unlock it, I think it's supposed to be a very quick process. I, I mean, I guess, but it's just, I don't know. There's still, what would you say? A je ne sais quoi of having like a physical way to get into your phone or a physical way to unlock it. I agree. And like, and, like, like if, if, if you put your face down here, yeah. you, you hit the button, you, you can do it that way. <laughs> I, I understand that. It's just, I feel like once it actually gets out into the public, it's going to be more cumbersome than what people realize they're they're touting it as it's going to be easy and i'm sure it will be yeah but I mean, we'll just have to see it because like there's like I, my biggest thing is like i want to be able to like have it like this and be able to face unlock right which i but I'm, then if i'm, I'm gonna have to, will be able to pick it up and then move my face around off mic to unlock it it's like yeah like if i gotta like you know look directly into it i mean that's that's kind of a little bit of an issue but i want to have it like over here <clears throat> And it'd be able to face unlock like at this angle. I and see that's the thing. I don't think it will. I I think it might because like you know they they do have like you know some marketing video where like you know the girl is like swimming and her phone's about like probably about yay. So okay, and it face he's unlocks. he's doing he has it about a foot away horizontal from him. Yeah, and and like that 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 face unlocks according to their marketing. So I mean it, it it's just gonna have to be kind of a real world application. Let's let's see it. Um, but I mean like. They they had um, Craig Vidergi, however you pronounce his last name, uh-huh. the F guy, Vidergi, um, Air Force or Air Force One, Air Force One, um, <laughs> that's his nickname, Air Force One. Uh, um, but like they kind of had him speaking candidly about it a little bit, saying that like you know, um, in his experience with using the phone for like the past however long he's been able to have it, uh-huh. he's never experienced any issues with with it. And like you know, what they the the hiccup that they experienced in the presentation was probably because it was handled by like three different people and having wrong face detection, which caused. I, it to I be think like, it was that, or it was you know he had just unlocked it and it just didn't have a chance to get all the way started up before. Yeah, something like that, or like you know when you when you turn your phone on for the first time, Touch ID doesn't work. You have to put in your pin code. Right. So it, it could be any number of things, but I mean it, it's just gonna kind of be a. Um, wait and see sort of thing as far as how well it works right and Um, the angles at which it works mm -hmm. and then i guess maybe the other thing we can get into was they did a really big push into the augmented reality field um especially when it comes to games Mm -hmm. um yeah what do we think of that the game they demoed looked awesome it looked cool but i i don't think you'd have fun playing like that i mean that's like your opinion I, I know yeah. it is my opinion, but I'm, I'm I mean, going to tell like you right opinion, now. Take <laughs> t- take a step over here, okay? <laughs> if I'm lying, I'm dying. How many people got tired of swinging their damn arm around when they had a Wiimote? Okay, but this is a little bit different. O- okay, you're gonna you're gonna have fun crouching over your t- but, okay, table. So, so here's the thing: to is get that, something to is work. I'm not swinging my phone but around. You're, you're just, gonna have to constantly walk it. around your table to play a game. Yeah, but you, you might you might get like a little bit of different, like you know, adrenaline rush going on with it, and being like, oh yeah, I got to get my units over here. Let me come down here. Just 
But what does that accomplish <laughs> that I can't accomplish with my fucking mouse and keyboard? You don't have a mouse and keyboard on your phone. <laughs> there goes my hero. <laughs> my point is, is I think that it's novel, but I don't, I don't see that really panning out in the long run for games. Just because, well, I mean, it's probably not gonna, having to hold your fucking phone and walk around. It's with probably it. not going to be the main future of gaming. But phones have never been the main focus of gaming as much as they've you know tried to be. Of course, we, we it's phones. Phone games are more of the distraction. I see. You right. know, phones are usually like you know I'm somewhere else and I don't have my you know console or PC or anything like that. I I, I can play a quick game now that's where we're kind of talking about is ar going to be kind of like let me play the quick game real quick and you're sitting there like you know yeah you're in public and you're playing it you're at the doctor in the waiting room and all of a sudden there's pokemon showing up on the table right there you're people you don't people people are looking at you probably thinking you're there for your 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 mental retardation like what (laughs) you're not going to be doing that in public and that's my ultimate I, I, i i i get that but i mean maybe it's something like if this game kind of has like a strong cooperative multiplayer aspect, if you and I were sitting here at the table playing that game, with well, each other, I think that's what they were alluding to is that you can do that. Yeah, play and I, virtual I, chess. Yeah, I think I think that might be a little bit stronger of a use case for for that AR rather than you know I'm just gonna be sitting alone in my apartment running around my coffee table, blowing up you know enemy yeah, insurgents. I, mean, I can see it, but it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Pokemon. Pokemon had AR, and it's like that was cool and all. But then, but you, like you know, the, how, how quickly did that gimmick die? Right. It's like at a certain point, I was like, I'm just turning off the AR because it just like it. saves my battery. Yeah, life. I didn't like it the first day because I just turned. I used. It, I did. I, you saw it. And I was like, this is cool. I loaded it up the first day. I was like, oh, this is gonna be dead in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, it was. <laughs> Well, no, it's still super popular. Well, oh, it, I was out at Abbey Inn on the square, dude, and I oh. saw a group of people, and they were like sitting there, <laughs> sitting there and doing what? They were sitting there playing Pokemon Go. They have a Discord channel, a Denton Pokemon Go Discord channel, where they all go and do raids. Okay, Pokemon. Oh well, yeah, because they added Pokemon raids into raids. the game. That's the thing. Is it's just it's an interesting concept. Well, see, the problem is, is in a place like Denton, in every small town, Pokemon Go just doesn't work. You have to actually be in a place where there's a, a lot more attractions and stuff like that. But that see, like, okay, yeah, I think, I think, I think this is where maybe Denton's at a disadvantage, where the town is too small to support the infrastructure that Pokemon Go kind of mm-hmm, wants to, mm-hmm, to make it right. interesting. Mm-hmm. However, the people that reside in Denton have the drive to want to play Pokemon Go the way that. Yeah. They want it. Uh-huh. It's just the people haven't matched up with the city. But anyways, this is, this is off topic. So they should for, they should get out of Denton. Is what this I'm is off to topic oh, for what <laughs> I was saying. My point was that. Oh, you had a point. Yes, my point was that was an example of AR, and I didn't. You know, when I saw it, it's like okay, cool, they're doing AR, but we already had that. Like we were doing it before, so it's not anything new so why did they spend so much time well, they're spending on it. a lot of time on it because <clears throat> it's cool well because pokemon go is not taking advantage of this but uh one of the newer things in ios 11 is that they've introduced a, a robust framework for ar called ar kit that um takes advantage of a lot of the um gpu features and you know different like the 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 processing strengths of the iphone um and that just make it a little bit better to handle certain ar um 
tasks and features. So it's like a native AR toolkit. Exactly. Um, that's why that they're they're kind of putting so much emphasis into it, and they they have developers coming out, you know, making um, games for it and stuff like that. Is that they're trying to push their software kit that they've just released. So do we think that is a I guess a way to combat the pixels VR? I mean, it could be, but I mean. Apple, at least at this point, hasn't really expressed any interest to get into the VR game. I know. And see, I think ultimately I think ultimately, AR will be more popular than VR. It's just we have to get it to the point where your sunglasses projects the AR. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. But, but I, I, think, I think, honestly, I think AR and VR are probably going to live simultaneously. I, that's what I'm saying. But I think day-to-day use, you're going to have more AR than VR. And so I, I feel like maybe th- they're trying to take those steps in that direction. I just, I'm just i just curious because that was the big thing about the Pixel was they also announced their headset for it. But, I mean, of course, AR as a day-to-day usage isn't going to get anywhere until we get glasses that aren't fuck ugly and, yeah. you know, are useful. Right. We... We... Uh, Calling it ready no. to ready I, to talk about the no. beer now. No, can, no, 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 no. Our no. camera's gone dead for tonight, so oh, uh, damn. we're oh, gonna have no. to call it good on that side. Okay, well, let's go ahead and um, switch over to um, another topic. I know you had something else you wanted to bring up, Zach. Last one, and we can only t- we can touch on this just real quick because we've we've definitely gone on a bit with the uh, Google Pixel and the iPhone. I'm yeah. really happy that <laughs> this was a great decision. I honestly think it doesn't matter what you decide. Um, if you're an Apple user, stay with Apple. If you're an Android user and you're tired of Samsung or all the other guys, check out the Pixel. It looks like it's going to be a great Probably flagship gonna phone. Get the Pixel. And if you try to make somebody feel bad because of the phone that they're using, you're a piece Fuck of you shit. Dude. <laughs> you, dude. This yeah, show is meant bad. to show you that we as Apple we and can Android co-exist. users can be friends. Right now, you guys can't see this, but we're all holding hands. It's it's really it's really, really touching. It's super gay, and I want oh. you to know how great and Zach, how loving it Zach, is. Zach, do you feel these iPhone hands? They're fucking clammy as shit. <laughs> but that being said, you know, of course, Google people making the first strike, <laughs> as always. Love to all to all uh, <laughs> mobile smartphone users and their OSs of choice. You know what? No matter what you choose, if you're happy with it, then you hey, made the right hey, decision. Real quick though, uh, don't get the Moto, the new Motorola like phone, whatever that is. Hey, bro. Moto. The what was it? The the morphing one, the mighty morphing Moto Ranger. Yeah, don't get that. Okay, don't get it. Don't get it. Do not buy that phone. My mom has one, and she's like, I I hate this phone. She hangs up with me all the time. <laughs> She'll like she'll call me and like I'll get on the phone for two minutes or like uh, two seconds and she'll like, accidentally always turn it off and it just, I hate that phone. <laughs> Piece stupid. And like the things that you clip on the little things onto it, if 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 you have like pockets, it'll scrape the crap out of your pockets apparently, and it'll 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 bend the little the contacts in there and they just won't work. Oh, there you go. Sucks. Hey, real quick, just like just like two minutes because I don't want to take up time from our other topic. Whatever happened to that modular phone? Uh, that never. I, I, Project Aria went under because Google didn't want to fund it anymore because they didn't have a type of connector. Those stupid phone blocks well, or whatever no, they yeah, called fo- it. Well, it, it became it was phone blocks and became Project Aria. The problem with it was that they couldn't develop a connector that could provide the power needed to power the modules as well as provide a fast enough data stream to actually have because you can't just it's have almost a like every processor. engineer that said it was a bad idea was right well because you can't like 
uh, the, the like a data a channel can't be board used for a right, right? Because you have to build exactly. the like, motherboard that, well, was... in a specific way. Right, like, you can't yeah. just put things anywhere. Yeah, and you that's, can't that's use exactly... the same data channel on a camera as you do with the processor. And that, that was like my whole thing. Okay. Like that was my Ooh. whole thing that I was like driving behind. Like ever since that that original concept came out, they're like, "Oh, you can put your processor here. You yeah. can put a battery here." It's like that's not how computers work. Not at all. Not at all. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, our next topic tonight. Just wanted to touch on something real quick. Um, so PewDiePie, uh, hey. the world's favorite uh, hey. YouTuber, he he dropped the hard R. Hey, f- that guy. <laughs> No, I'm not even mad. It's just a word. If you get mad about it, then you're probably that. No, I'm joking. Bro, and the <laughs> okay, same so thing like, happened to John Tron. Like, what? What? So, okay. Oh, okay. here's here's whoa, here's the whole thing. Whoa, 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 John Tron. John Tron's mom. I'm joking. Okay, so John Tron, <laughs> he went on to a like he went on to I think it was actually an interview podcast or something, and then he was. Did he use the hard R? He didn't use the hard R, but he was saying some stuff that it was during the time of Trump's election. Or like the election campaign was going on, and. He was saying some stuff that people interpreted as right-wingy, and people flamed up on him, even though he himself is an immigrant. So I don't know if people were getting so mad about Wait, it. Wait, he's an immigrant? Yeah, like his, or his, he's he's the child of, of, of two immigrants. <laughs> he is of Puerto Rican descent. Like, is he really? No, I'm thinking of uh, he's... <laughs> Donkey. Yeah, Donkey. Donkey's Puerto, Puerto Rican? No, wasn't that like his joke? This is joke. He's like, because he, he, if you look at John Chan, he kind of does look Puerto Rican. He kind of does. I don't, honestly don't know who people he's, are. He's, uh, I don't see color. I think he's like Middle Eastern or something like that or something like that john tron is john tron if you really look at him i could see him being israeli yeah i think he's like or lebanese something like that yeah but i don't know something like that well anyways <laughs> he, he, said something, he said some stuff yeah <laughs> 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 he said he said some stuff that was interpreted the wrong way and people he it kind of messed up his career a little bit he recently did come out with a new video though so yeah. he is coming back into it which i'm proud of him shout out to john tron because you're cool um now PewDiePie, PewDiePie dropped the hard ER, and now like here's he here's, said it during a, a player unknown. Like now here's 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 my thing of why I believe the flack he's getting is completely deserved, is that as weird as it is, he has this huge following of children, young, children, young young impressionable children. Yeah, and like he should be fully aware of that. And if you, you you know you've got this following, you know these people are watching you and imitating everything that you do, you should not let yourself say things like that. Well, well first we- of all, it was the way he said it, it was in a way that was not reactionary. It was as if he used it every day. And he's where from Sweden, I believe. Swedish, yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, you know, over there that may not be as stigmatized as it is over here, but his audience being primarily in America, he should realize yeah. that that word is something that should not be used. Yeah. Especially since his audience is coming from America. Right. So like if he's using it in a reactionary way, as in, you know, something you just don't use every day, then that's fine. But it's that it was, it just came natural the way he I said mean, I, it. I, I, even it, if it wouldn't was, be even, fine. Even, no, no. Even it if it was be... reactionary, I wouldn't say it was fine. Oh, it's a little bit but, more forgivable. Correct. But <laughs> but what I'm saying is that it is the way he said it. It's he's. It sounds like he said it all the time. Yeah, it's com- mm-hmm. it's completely on him. See, for for me, like I don't really. It doesn't really. He made a no no. He made a no no, but it doesn't really bother me that much because I'm just like for me, it's just a word, and. I've seen plenty of other YouTubers use it. Like, iDubs used it. Like, if, 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 if you go, if you go, 
go and watch. Dude, we don't, we don't, we don't talk about iDubbbz, man. If you use, if you go and watch iDubbbz on his his uh, content cop where he's talking about like uh, Tana Montague, whatever, he goes up to her and like he goes into her thing and like gets in a picture with her and he's like say and he says hard ER and then she like freaks out and then like she lies about a bunch of stuff and blows out of proportion. He's like, no, this is actually what happened. So like that's funny. There's a couple of people who just say it on the internet and it's just like. I, it's just it's just a word, and I know people get pissed at it. And it's like, I'm not saying I'm not trying to put, like you know I'm not trying to take anything away from anybody. Like it, it's like it definitely was a very it's it is a definitely a bad word. He used to know in a derogatory sense, but I mean even Idubs, I think I think Idubs was even more like Idubs was even okay. more like yeah, it's it even more like, okay because the way he did it was, the way that he did it, it was, was like not directed anything. He was just saying the word. <laughs> he was like saying. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go watch that video. It's so good. I mean, like, but, yeah, uh, like for, I, the way PewDiePie did it. Like, I, I saw it. I was like, whoa, man! Like, that's kind of <laughs> like, like for for one thing, context is very important. Yeah. Another thing is uh, understanding the audience mm-hmm. that pays attention to you. Uh, I think just you know those two things. It, it should have been. I feel like it should have been fully obvious to someone as the big as him. Like, yeah, as long as he's been doing this kind of bullshit. Um. I don't agree. Like, why? Why the f- is this guy so popular? I don't maybe, understand. Maybe, maybe he plays with a bunch of twelve-year-old kids on Xbox, and they all because I know a bunch of kids. Dude, I, I still play Xbox Live, and some kids still say it. Some kids are still out there. Why do? It. Why do? Why is it? I wonder if he's the reason why squeakers exist, even in the first no, place. Just, no, they they the squeakers came before him. He just attracts the squeakers. Yeah, yeah. he's like a squeaker squeak. For, squeaker for, magnet. for whatever reason, like there, there's just like this big kind of explosion in south park actually touched on it hey, they did they did that, and that was that, like, like you know really crazy yeah that like these really young kids for whatever for whatever reason are attaching onto these youtubers playing says, videos. and it's and like they they, they kind of nailed they kind of nailed the nail on the head is that it's not the young it's not that the young kids want to play the video games they want to watch somebody watch else play, play the video game we'll see i can agree with that because like i'll watch polygon or kind of funny play a game but at the same time, I also listen to their podcasts and stuff. So it's just another way for me to sit at work and, yeah. you know, I mean, if you're just distract- have some white noise, right? Yeah. It's yeah. just I can. It's these people that I've been following for a while, so I can hear them talk about whatever they're doing while working on. Especially something. Especially in competitive games too, or multiplayer games, because it really teaches you, like, well, this is the play style. That, like, I watch a lot of Rocket League players and stuff like right. that streams, and yeah. it's like you learn tactics and stuff. Yeah. And it is white that noise; it is sense. legitimate yeah. white yeah. noise. I mean, for me, if anything, when when I watch gamers on YouTube, it's purely supplemental because I'd rather play the game myself. Of course, but, but yes. I'd like to go and like see like you know Donkey do a bunch yeah, of bullshit with the, with the with the game. <laughs> Donkey is a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll really enjoy that. And there was a video I actually watched today of some guy going through the fucking uh, Duck Dynasty video game. God, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, <laughs> well, so like there was there was like a, a part where like they were throwing bottles up in the air and he's supposed to shoot it with a shotgun and he's like the auto aim on this game is so ridiculous that it's a, like impossible for you to miss. Like he had the the gun all the way down <laughs> and like they throw a bottle and we're like I guess he had hit the aim button and it just completely locked onto the bottle and just shoot it straight on. Oh so God. do you? I didn't. First off, I didn't know that there was a Duck Dynasty game. Neither did I. <laughs> Second off, um, who bought the game exactly? I forget the name of the YouTuber, but uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. He like came onto it at the end of it. It's just like I can't believe that this is a thing. <laughs> well, ultimately, what I was getting at is, I think the difference between the younger audience and at least myself, and I think you guys kind of agree, is that we're 
primarily watching it as maybe a as entertainment during a time which we can't be playing the games whereas they are watching it in substitute of actually playing the game and maybe it's they're because... paying full mind to that they learn they're impressionable we're just half-ass even paying attention while we're at work or doing some other shit. we don't even really even care what's going on and do you think do you think maybe it stems from that like there's these video games that they want to play maybe their parents aren't letting them play them because they're like you know in games i totally I can think see that, that is and yeah, so then instead they're watching it on youtube i mean especially when it comes to horror games too because I don't, I don't ever see a lot of kids playing horror games because their parents like, wouldn't allow it yeah yeah or just they're just like i don't want that game and, and, oh, it'll and, give instead, you nightmares yeah. instead, instead you go watch you know pewdiepie play it and like give really over the top reactions yeah. to uh you know little bitty tiny jump scares yeah i mean like i never yeah. I never had a PS3 during the time that I would have played Metal Gear Solid 4. So instead, I watched the cutscene movie, I guess, that someone's made out of it. So I totally understand, like, if you just don't have access to it, you watch, yeah, no, watching you, a streamer is an easy way you, to... You watch, you watch, like, eight hours of cutscenes? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, there's, like, a there's an hour long. Is it an hour or two it, hour long? It's... The ending cutscene, I think, is an hour and 45 minutes. Which game? It's, Holy yeah. shit. Metal Gear Solid 4. 4. Oh, I yeah. mean, what, what if you get to that cutscene at the end of, like, a, you know, a four-hour gaming session? Well, you're going to be there for six you're hours. You're going to be there for a while. Because you still got to watch the credits to figure out what happens afterwards. Damn. Right. So you're going to be there for a while, my, my, my guy. You're going to be there sitting on your, mm -hmm. your butt. I ain't playing no You can't pause it either. Solid. Big boss. You can't pause it. What? You can't pause it. It's That's, a cutscene. That's, yeah, I don't yeah. think you can skip it either. It's Kojima, it. man. You sit it's there. Kojima, man. <laughs> you, Kojima, he's like, you can't turn off your console either. They they disabled it. <laughs> no, yeah, you can't because they, they say they, it saves right before that cutscene. So if you do turn it off, it's gonna gonna continue. And then and then, and then they, the they they lock the doors to your house, so you can't just leave. <laughs> no, they they weld they weld the door shut. Yeah, so you you just gotta <laughs> they sit weld there. the wood shut. They sell it, sell it. Yeah, <laughs> they, 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 he can do it. He's Hideo Kojima, man. Believe, all right, he did it to me. <laughs> Don't play now. Don't play that game, y'all. Don't play the game. Whatever but anyways, I think... Why are you laughing? He's he's coming. They know. <laughs> One other portion of of this PewDiePie, Felix is his real name, if you guys want to use that. Yeah. Um, controversy Felix. is Campo Santos. Um, and if you guys don't know, they made uh, Firewatch. Yeah. Um, yeah. They did a... Um, oh, dang it. They did a um, DMC strike against the videos that um, Felix put up on his YouTube channel of him playing it. Why? Because they did not want to be associated with someone who would use oh, words. Yeah. So like I guess like, like if you put up a video with their game, they would just issue a DMC takedown take notice. Right. And so the big thing has been on their website, they have a page saying, you know, if you're a streamer, you're free to use the game and stream it and uh you know put in ads and make money off of it so there's been this whole debate of like are is it legal f by them saying that on their website does that make it illegal for them to do it issue a dmca no. notice no. which yeah i mean that's it's been my case basis yeah, yeah it's I been mean, it's been my viewpoint that no i mean it's just like uh it's you their, know it's their ip it's they their ip they and they want to have it represented any way that they want and it's like if you owned a restaurant you could refuse service to anybody for any reason yeah, right yeah, yeah. so it's kind of the same thing and the like, only downside though let me just get this out <laughs> is that if we get to that point then we might get to a point where streamers don't stream anymore streamers might just be hired by the actual companies to stream the game very true and you no longer have this you know 
it wouldn't be, you know, the Mickler, Mick, Micklepires and Dunkies and all of them of Markiplier? the world. Markiplier? Markiplier, however you say his name. <laughs> Markiplier. Micklepier. Uh, you know, the guys over at Did You Know Gaming and, yeah. you know, people like, you're not going to have them anymore. You're just going to have guys who work for Atlas, Square Enix, all those gaming Dude, that companies. Would, that would kind of suck. And they yeah, stream really whatever bad. games come out. That would kind of suck because it's like you get these people who might not be very good at putting out content. Like YouTubers. Well, I mean, it would be, it, but like it'd just be people like, "Hi, I'm so my name is Sophie from Atlas, and this." Well, is no, I'm saying I'm going to play today. Uh, have fun, watch good, and just play it, and it'd be really boring. Dude, my thing is, is this? What I wanted to kind of talk about more so than anything else is that people that are doing this kind of stuff, YouTubers that are doing this kind of thing, are we going to see a drop? in their viewership like, are we gonna see or do you even think that this will even affect pewdiepie will they be essentially well invincible e- are youtubers invincible no it's it's no can they be killed so, so for for and john i'm gonna use john china's example sorry buddy but like whenever he said his stuff on that one podcast or interview or whatever it was um there was a sharp drop in his subscribers yeah there was uh ukulele i don't know if you guys know that game ukulele yeah they, yeah they the the creators of that actually removed his his part, he was like John Chun actually had a, a small character in the game. Yes, he had a small like you know voice. Oh like, yeah, yeah, I remember were, that. They removed, they removed him from the game, and then like people who were Kickstarters who were huge John Chun fans, were like wow, what the hell? Like you know, he can say whatever he wants. Okay, I want my Kickstarter money back. You know, they were like, oh, I'm not gonna post anymore because <laughs> blah blah. So that happened, and then the whole thing with Tana Montague and I do I, I do it's like Tana Montague lost like I think like thirty like not that many. She lost like. I think she lost like over a, th- a third of her subscribers after that. Damn, after dude. IDubs came out and says like, no, 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 that's not what happened. This is what happened. Like her subscribers just like dropped, like just plummeted. So like she's not really doing too well apparently. She's still making videos. Like just, I think it's. I mean, there, there, that's that's something that we've. I feel like we've kind of already learned in yeah. internet culture is that one of like you know incidents like this where it goes viral, like you know what you've done can definitely ruin you. Um, but as far as the industry itself, as far as, you know, maybe, you know, YouTubers doing stuff like this, I don't think that's really going to go away. Uh, and I think PewDiePie's uh, subscriber base is probably so big, you know, being probably one of the most subscribed people on YouTube. He right? is the most subscribed person on YouTube. Okay. He's being the most subscribed 50, person. 54 million subscribers. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't think it, I don't think he's going to be hurting that bad. Nah, probably not. But yeah, you know, just something to think about for sure. Yeah. Well, that's well, all I got for today. All right. Did you, so uh, did you have another something? point? Uh, let's just move on to the okay. beer. All right. Well, let's talk about the beer. So, just as a reminder, Texas Hellas. Uh, we've been drinking from a community beer company out in uh, Dallas, Texas. German-style Hellas lager. Zach, what do you think? Ten. Ten? Perfect ten. You know why? Because this is what a lager should be. It should be enjoyable to drink. Doesn't matter what kind of temperature it is. It could be hot as hell outside, and I'm just like sweating. I just want something to just like feel like that my mouth is not the Sahara Desert, or it could be absolutely freezing cold, and I just want something that's like, I guess savory, something that's full and filling, and you know, full. I, just something to take my mind off the cold. You know, I like loggers. I okay. like loggers. Let, let, let me ask you this. This, since they're kind of sort of in the same broad category, this versus Montucky. Montucky is slightly different in that I could drink a Montucky every freaking day. All right. 
Montucky is my baseline. Montucky is my water. That is what the comparison, <laughs> that is the middle ground right there. This right here is going to be a little bit heavier, a little bit more flavor, a little bit more extra to it. Something a little bit different than the standard, you know, Dos Equis or, you know, Montucky, whatever the case may be. I honestly... Dos Dos Equis, Montucky. Montucky, all that good stuff. (laughs) This, you know, it's, it's different. It's slightly different. You know, Community left their signature on it, and it's not a standard lager. And you know what? I can appreciate individuality, but I do like the familiarity of the flavor. So, all right. Scott? I'd have to agree with uh, Zach. Uh, I'd put it on maybe a nine. Um, I still think I prefer Dos Equis over this, but I think this is a really good beer. Um, not too bitter. Uh you know, five percent. I mean, that's that's good. It's about, I'd say, standard. Yeah. Um, though it had maybe like more of a sort of like a wheat flavor, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Like that's that's kind of the German way. They they use a little bit more wheat than uh-huh. other styles that or bread. other countries. Whatever yeah. they don't use for the pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 definitely different from a Dos Equis where you know, like I, I mean, I fully dress my. I put little bit of salt and then you know squeeze a lime into it so. yeah mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah I, I like this a lot i mean uh it's a lot smoother i guess you know lighter like it doesn't like it doesn't have much of a aftertaste i mean i guess it kind of does but not as strong as some of the other beers that we've really had so yeah it's solid nine and th- this is something i would actually order if I went somewhere and saw it. Cool. Yes. Cool. Bobby. Uh, solid nine. Um, I'm going to agree. It is very crisp. It's very clean. They had a really, really nice, like, clean flavor. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I was trying to get at. Like, like clean. And that's, was, that's, the, that's the idea of a lager, is that they're meant to be very clean. Yeah. And it really, really actually just showed that. It was like, oh, this is cool. Like, compared to Montucky, I, I would actually drink this over Montucky, I think. Like, Montucky is a good everyday beer, like Zach said. Yeah. But this one, it was a little, little bit more flavorful, and I don't know. I, I really like this beer. It was really good. Nice. I, uh, it wasn't too bitter. It had a nice head. Aesthetically, like it was pretty, like you know, it was pretty, like just it looked like it looked standard. I was like, okay, this beer's probably gonna be like, eh. But I, I was, you know, I was shamed because I was like, I was wrong. <laughs> I, like, it's good. I don't know what to say about this beer. It's just good. All right. I think I'll probably. I think I'll agree and give it a nine. It was definitely a very nice, crisp, clean, <clears throat> easy drinking lager, and that's that's probably why I liked it. I mean, um, I generally like you know different styles that are a little bit heavier than this, but this this was nice. It's definitely easy drinking on a day when I'm out there probably tending the smoker. This is something that I could probably you know yeah yeah drink go. myself through a six pack yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I kind of talking about like you know the um lagers. Um, those are ones that are typically a little bit more difficult to brew. They kind of show a little bit more of the skill of um, the brewers. Yes. And this is something that you do have, as much as I hate to admit it, you have to give to macro breweries. Uh-huh. Is that all they, they, they make only lagers and they consistently turn out the same tasting product. And that's a merit to the skill that they have, that they've locked down their, um, uh, 
what's the word I'm like temperature for? control well temperature control is that thing yeah but I mean just kind of like like because loggers are very much about temperature control but also about the brewing process in general they've just kind of locked down their process uh, of how they do that and like you know they they consistently turn out the same tasting product now I don't like the product but they they do what they're supposed to do with a lager and the thing about a lager versus an ale is that when you're fermenting an ale you kind of let it sit out at if we weren't in Texas, it'd be room temperature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, usually uh, ales kind of ferment right around 68 to 70 degrees Fahrenheit. So room temperature in most parts of the country. Uh, for us, it's a little bit uh, warmer. But um, I, I stick it in a fridge and just can temperature control it to, you know, 68. Uh, but lagers, um, you generally ferment them around 50 degrees Fahrenheit. And then for a period of like, you know, a couple months, you get them down to about 32 degrees Fahrenheit, pretty cold to let everything just completely drop out of it and get it crystal clear. That's why whenever you like hold up a lager, it's just completely see-through. Yeah. Hmm. So does that take away from the flavor by doing that at all? Not really. Uh, the reason why lagers tend to be so flavorless is mm-hmm. really because of the ingredients that make it up. Generally, they have a very plain recipe, not a whole lot of... Because uh, uh, where a lot of the flavor comes from with beer is different types of grain that you put into it and different kinds of hops. But generally, lagers will, stay, will try to stay to like one grain and then like one flavorless addition like flaked rice mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, and then very little hops at all. And so that's why you kind of get that really flat flavorless profile. But huh. it's, see, I think... That is kind of what I enjoy about it. Yeah. And, you know, that's fair. That may be the fact that I enjoy liquor so much. Right. Yeah. uh, Not all liquor, but a lot of liquor is kind of just one note, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that, and that's more characteristic of a lot of the light lagers. Uh But when you start drinking something like Oktoberfest uh, style lagers, those have a lot of flavor to go with them because they have a little bit more uh, variety in the grains and hops that they use. I can't wait to compare this to the Oktoberfest loggers coming up on the 30th. and Which, um, actually, yeah, um, this week, uh, of course, we always get our beer from the Bearded Monk. Ben said that this would be our last summer beer. Really? Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We're going to start moving into some of the more fall oh, beers. Baby. He's going to start giving us maybe some uh, you know, pumpkin-style stuff or some oh, Oktoberfest or something. Ooh, That's good. So uh, that'll be something to look forward to. Uh, so with that note, uh, we want to thank uh, the Bearded Monk for giving us our beer. Um, as your, always, put your foot in. Yeah, put your foot in because uh, it's fall time now, yes, man. Yeah. Crunch <laughs> those okay. leaves. They yeah. have a show. They have a show every Friday. Dentonradio.com. Free beer Friday. They get a different brewer from a different brewery on there to talk and talk to them. I'm trying to remember who they had this week, but I can't remember. They have, they have uh, the feet and the puttermans. Yeah, because after that they go they go back to the beer monk for a big party, and then they go out there and do a group shotgun. And that's where you put your foot in, Bobby. Put your foot in. <laughs> put your foot in. <laughs> that's like, dude, <laughs> your foot. <laughs> All right, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, well, we, we we may or may not have another back bar episode next week. Yeah, yeah, I. I'm going to record one because I just got a new book and it's about making uh, shrubs and um, bitters and stuff like that. So I'm going to start the process of making my first shrub and record a back bar. What's a shrub? 
It... It's like a bush. I know well, what a show Because yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I know what a show listen, listen to the Back Bar yeah. episode. All right, I'll, so we'll, I'll tell we'll, you all about it. We'll have that to look forward to uh, next week, and then the week after that, we'll be back with another episode of uh, Beers at the Roundtable with uh, hopefully everybody here. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But uh, in the meantime, go ahead and check us out on uh, Beers at the Roundtable.com, you know, Facebook, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Overcast, uh, Overcast, Pocket Cast, TuneIn Radio. Yeah, and then we we have an Instagram that we never update, but hey, it's there, so you should check it out anyway. <laughs> um, and as always, don't forget to follow us on Facebook too. Yes, for live Facebook streams. live streams. Hopefully, next next uh, beers of the roundtable cast, we might have an updated stream. We'll, we'll see how that goes. But again, thank you, and be sure to crack a cold one. <laughs>